fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hold on, I'm trying to get everything up and going here. It's not working with me today. Trying to get the streams going. I am trying to change our camera. It's so weird. I don't know. The live stream makes me look short almost. It's almost zoomed in, cutting off the top of my head, and then I adjust it, and then it just makes me look really, really short, and I promise you, I'm not that short. Not that I have, like, Napoleon Syndrome or anything. I don't really care, but I at least, like, you know, usually they do it from, like, the angle of down, looking upward for that empowerment thing. Remember Barack Obama? During one of his big speeches, he had, like, the big pillars behind him, and they had the camera angled upwards at him, and looked like he was towering over next to the pillars, and tried to make them all look really big and powerful and strong and i mean it's a political thing but can i at least look like semi-normal on the show today good golly welcome in got a lot to get to today great to have you along for the ride it is a post monday celebration broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in wichita kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country multiple radio stations multiple tv stations live streaming and podcasting wherever you may be watching or listening we appreciate you very much your Millennial General reporting for another day. No guests today. No guests today. You and I just chit in the chat doing our thing. Our guest canceled a couple days ago, and I just figured, you know what? We have some house cleaning duties to touch on. We have so limited time with our one-hour program. We just don't have the time to touch on everything. So without a guest today, we can kind of talk about a lot of different issues. I'm going to try and cover the gamut, and we'll have some fun today. First and foremost, though, I have to my little complaining moment of the day. I know I'm your political therapist, but every therapist needs to complain about other things as well every once in a while. I'm sorry. It's my pet peeve. It is my pet peeve that I have today. Can I just make a simple statement? Here, I live in Wichita, Kansas. This is where my flagship radio station is, right in the middle, smack dab middle of the country. We are supposed to get like six to eight inches of snow tomorrow, which finally it's the middle of winter time. It's about damn time. We got some weather uh, that's a little bit colder. It's been like in the mid fifties for the last since December. Uh, we haven't gotten a whole lot of cold. And for the first time all winter long, we're finally going to get a little bit of snow, like six to eight inches of snow. Awesome. People are losing their minds here. And I know that this is something that uh, goes on all over the country. I know. We have New York that's gotten a lot of snow. The East Coast has been hammered, and I it's, it's obviously happening there as well. But just the hint, it hasn't done anything all day today. It is cloudy. It's potentially going to start snowing tonight. Every one of these school districts in the area have already canceled school for tomorrow. They have already expected everything to just be shut down the senior centers and the you know, whatever the meals on wheels and everything else they've already according to the local news they've already canceled all this stuff uh, which is ridiculous and then at the same time the grocery stores today were absolutely jam-packed with like half hour wait lines right now this is outside of just the regular supply chain issues people losing their minds because snow is going to fall tomorrow now, here is my pet peeve with this it, when days like this happen it makes me lose faith in humanity. I got to admit, I mean, here's the news headline for you. Breaking news of the day. It's winter time. It's winter time and you can expect snow. 
Wow, what a shocker. It's wintertime and snow could potentially fall. Yes, six to eight inches, which is not that much. I come from Colorado where I drove 45 minutes sliding down the mountain and two to three feet of snow on a daily basis. It's not a big deal. I don't really care. It doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. There's not been a single time in the however many years that I've worked in radio or other industries as well where a little bit of snow has deterred me. Oh, no, I can't go outside. But it, I, I, And if you're one of those, I apologize, but this is my pet peeve, why you have to run to the store and buy everything up off the shelves in panic because snow is falling with six to eight inches of potential snow. I, it's a first world problem, I guess. I don't know. But this bothers me because we're so fragile as a society, so fragile, that when we hear about a snowstorm, oh, I guess I better go and get everything. And then everything's bought up, the toilet paper and the paper towels and the, you know, the canned foods. You should have already had these things prepared. And I get that we live in a world to where we don't think ahead any longer, apparently. I worked at a bank. Trust me. I You go to close up the bank and literally two minutes before the closing time, they're like, oh, can I like withdraw $5,000 and can you count it out for me? And it just messes up all your drawers because people can't think ahead of time. Now I get it with the actual scenarios where people are like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting off work and I'm rushing there. I'm not talking about you and you know who you are. I'm talking about the ones that sat down all day long and I go, oh, I guess it's about time for me to go to the store because they're about ready to close. Shame on you. Shame on you. Not preparing yourself appropriately and making others have to deal with that. But with the snow, it's snowing. It's going to be okay. If you have to hunker down for a day or two until the snow clears off the roads, that's okay. You're not going to starve. You're not going to die. Everything's all right. I'm really hoping that you have preparations in your house. If not, then why the heck don't you? But the panic, man, the panic. I've been saying on social media today, this is exactly why that the government does not tell us aliens actually exist. And I, again, I say 110%, I completely believe that aliens exist. The government will never tell us that they exist because that type of level of earth shattering news could not be handled by humanity. We just get told we're going to get six inches of snow the next day and everybody freaks out and fights in the grocery stores with half hour waiting lines ready to go and buy everything that's in the shelves because they freak out. It drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Now, I will say, in all honesty and for complete transparency, that Mrs. Voice of Reason went into grocery shopping today as well. However, it was not because there was a storm. I didn't even know there was a storm until I found out today. She found out because it was payday yesterday, and we went and go got our groceries like we do every two weeks. Now, at the same time, we have a deep freezer too full of food. We have a cabinet full of canned foods. If we didn't get to the store today, I would be completely fine. Because that's what we do just to prepare. It, it drives me nuts. And I get it. A lot of other people, too, are like, oh, it was grocery day. We got paid. We have to go get some groceries. Again, not talking about you. I'm talking about, and you know who you are, the ones who are like, oh, my gosh, there's snow coming. I guess I better buy everything that I possibly can today because I'm afraid I can't get there for the next five years, apparently, because we're all going to die because six inches of snow hit the ground. <laughs> Sorry. Again, that's my pet peeve. I'm over it. I did my venting. Now I feel better. We can get more zen again. More zen. Breathe in and remember, well, Joe Biden's still president. We have supply chain issues and we would have had a running out of storage uh, stuff on the shelves anyways because Joe Biden has no clue how to manage a country. It all comes down to preparedness. Here in the state of Kansas, and I, I'll say this before I move on with it, here in the state of Kansas, they always they used to. They don't do it anymore. But we used to have a former Republican governor that used to have what he called Zombie Preparedness Month. I know, kind of fun. Kind of fun. 
But he would do it tongue-in-cheek for people to be prepared. And it was in the month of October, which was appropriate for Halloween, I thought. And it was during the time as well where we have a lot of tornadoes or bad weather or whatever. And it was, hey, if you run out of power, then you have food or warm clothes or blankets or something stored in your car or in your basement. You have a basement prepared with maybe a cooler with some stuff. And you're just prepared for whatever may happen. Whether it's a zombie apocalypse or whether it got really cold and the power lines froze and you lost power for a little bit, either way, you're prepared. You have candles, you have some clothes, you have some blankets, you have some food in the freezer, you have some canned foods. Whatever may happen, you're prepared. Because guess what? And I say this all the time. There is no such thing as a safety net in society. You know how many days it took them to get water to the... Uh, what was it, the Coliseum or the Astrodome or whatever it was people were in after Hurricane Katrina, it took them like two to three weeks to get water, bottled water to the Astrodome for people that were trying to seek refuge after Hurricane Katrina just so many years back during George W.'s time. That's not a safety net. The government can't take care of you, and that's my little PSA for the day. It's just be prepared and not do it, by the way, on the day before a storm. It's like, oh, my gosh, six inches of snow. We're all going to die. I better go and buy every bit of toilet paper on the shelves. Good golly. Preparedness. There's nothing wrong with it. At the same time, uh, you know, that bleeds right into political issues as well with, you know, Second Amendment issues, for example. I just got off the air helping out with George, uh, with uh, George, good golly, uh, Mark Walter, host of Armed American Radio, and was a guest on his program today. And we talked a little bit about it, but there's new gun legislation being proposed. Again, preparedness means that you have a firearm with you, that you push for concealed carry permits. You allow yourself to protect yourself in any way that you possibly can, because this is the garbage that we're getting from Washington, D.C. The ATF get heavily involved if we are going to stop the spread and scourge of guns into New York, because only the ATF's long arm can reach out <clears throat> to the gun dealers and gun traffickers in South Carolina and, and southern states that send their guns, that allow gun traffickers to send their guns up here. There's a lot to get to on that clip. That was Chuck Schumer, as he has proposed a $1.5 billion piece of legislation wanting to regulate guns. Because guns are very scary and guns are very bad, so therefore we need to regulate guns with expansion of the ATF. Now, what his clip says, and we'll play it again here in just a minute so you can hear the whole thing through and and catch everything in that 24-second bit of audio of stupid that we just had to deal with here, that he is essentially saying state regulation of firearms, city regulations of firearms, county regulations of firearms, uh, statewide regulations are not good enough. Illinois, for example, one of the most stringent gun laws in the entire state, the city of Chicago, some of the most stringent gun laws in the entire country as a city are not doing good enough. The only way that you can actually fight gun crime is not with city or state or county level gun regulations any longer, but at the federal level with the centralization of the gun control at the entire blanket level, and then you can go after them because the states can't actually do anything. The cities can't actually do anything. That's what he's trying to pitch here, that we need a $1.5 billion gun regulation bill to expand the ATF while they're trying to expand the IRS with 600 more agents to give audits to everybody with, you know, transactions of happening $600 or more. I know they got rid of that in the last bill, but they're trying something similar right now, and we'll get to that later. They want to expand the IRS. They wanted to expand OSHA to be able to regulate every private business in the country, to be able to say, hey, if you have 100 or more employees, we're going to regulate you with COVID-19 vaccines. They want to increase OSHA. They want to increase the IRS. They want to increase the ATF. Because they, if they can't pass their regulations 
and legislation through Congress, the appropriate measures, then they just want to spend more on the bureaucratic level, the fourth branch of government that's, by the way, unconstitutional to the original Constitution, the fourth branch that is the agencies and bureaucracies. And if they can't pass legislation to regulate us at the private level, they'll pass them through the administrative level level with executive action, working with different agencies, so that way you technically have your freedoms. You just got a whole bunch of red tape you got to jump through that makes it more difficult to where it's really irrelevant, and it makes it more difficult to do anything in the private sector. So state level, sorry, no, you know what? A lot of states have these, you know, pro-Second Amendment protection acts and these pro-Second Amendment legislation at the statewide levels. That's not obviously working because we have crime in those states, according to the Democrats. We have Chicago, some of the most stringent gun laws in the country at a citywide level, massive amounts of crime. Obviously, it's not working if we would only do it nationwide. The second part of this, as he mentions, is immigration and how we have illegal guns coming across the border, getting into the hands of criminals based on immigration. Let me tell you, the ATF is not going to be able to regulate that. Why? Because if you would just regulate immigration the way that the laws are on the books by not allowing illegal aliens to come in, you could stop a heck of a lot of child and human traffickers. You could stop a heck of a lot of drug traffickers in the country. And shocker, you could stop a heck of a lot of illegal firearms coming across the border that are military and law enforcement grade firearms that people are getting on the black market. If you just did your damn job enforcing immigration, maybe you could stop some of the gun crimes as well based on illegal guns coming into the country. I could be way off base on that level, but if you do one job, you don't have to spend $1.5 billion to expand the ATF to do something that they don't need to worry about in the first place and is completely avoidable. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, 
catch our special features and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I promise you I'm not angry today. I'm just more fired up than what I have been the last couple of days. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe people are like, oh, he's so angry. But this is the dumb stuff we have to deal with, right? I mean, come on. ATF get heavily involved if we are going to stop the spread and scourge of guns into New York. Because only the ATF's long... Now, okay, uh, hold on. First off, I want to I emphasize what he's talking about here is with the guns coming into New York. We've seen crime rates skyrocket New York over the how many years that Democrats have been controlling the state of New York and the city of New York City. At the same time, we're seeing like two, three hundred percent year-over-year increases in, in hate crimes while Democrats have been under control of it as well and while Joe Biden's taken office. So that's great. And they're trying to figure out a way to do it. They can't admit their policies are garbage and that it's not working, so they have to blame the gun so in order for them to look like they're quote-unquote doing something their favorite thing to do which is quote-unquote pretending to do something they have to say well guns are the problem so we need to expand the atf with a 1.5 billion dollar piece of legislation arm can reach out <coughs> to the gun dealers and gun traffickers in south carolina and, and southern states that send their guns that allowed gun traffickers to send their guns up here mm, okay so either he's going after the immigration thing which again we could just have you know immigration policy enforce those and stop illegal aliens or it's the evil southern hillbillies that are creating firearms and allowing them to leave the state in an illegal manner which really goes into the emphasis of what they really think of you if you cling on to your gun and your bible and you cling on to that and you just you want to protect yourself you don't care about the legislation you think that you need to be protected with a firearm you're probably a low intelligent, low IQ, ignorant, low income hillbilly from the South that just likes to cling on to your guns and Bibles. This is the most degrading kind of mindset that they openly say to you as the voters saying that you cling on to your Bible and your gun. You're probably from the South and have an accent. You've probably never been to college, have a low IQ, and we just hate you. So we're just going to stop you from transporting your illegal firearms. This is what represents. At the same time, by the way, we have a headline from, you know, the squad. I call them the B squad because, you know, they're the, you know, female dog B squad. Uh, the B squad, according to Fox News, spent over $325,000 just last year on private security while they continue to try and defund police and while they're pushing gun legislation. $325,000 that they spent on private security. Because while you don't need firearms because you're probably a hate monger, you're a radical right winger that just hates the government and hates Democrats and you're the ones causing issues in the nation, they need to beef up their own security with more firearms around them to protect themselves because, well, by golly, we need protection from you because you're the hate monger that's actually causing issues. This is what we're up against, folks. I'm telling you, this is insane. This is insane. They're taking things to a new level. They're not even trying to hide their progressive socialist agenda of taking the firearms, centralizing elections, centralizing the uh, education system any longer, raising your taxes, starting the class warfare, doing the identity politics. They don't even hide these things anymore that destruct, that, that destroy the nation. They're just openly saying, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to beef up my personal security like a celebrity because we're totally awesome. 
according to the B Squad. And then you, you know, you have guns. You're probably a hillbilly with a shotgun, and we need to take that away because you don't have the right to do that, and you're causing a threat to to the community. And your community doesn't have the right to say whether it's working or not, and whether the gun laws are working or not, or whether there's a crime rate or not. The ATF, the federal government, needs to have the right to do this. But I'm telling you, this is the direction they're going because their policies aren't working. The policies aren't popular. We see that with the poll ratings for Democrats and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris right now. The policies aren't working, so we need to go through the administrative state, that fourth branch of government. We need to fund them, expand the programs, create more regulations and legislation, so that way you can, quote-unquote, practice your rights. You just have to jump through a few more red hoops and and have the government allow you to do that. And it's not popular right now. That's why you see Joe Manchin, the moderate Democrat, receive like a buttload of money from private corporations when he stopped the Build Back Better plan, which we'll talk about when we come back. Why? Because, the again, the policies are unpopular. Why Democrats are saying, I know it's unpopular. We just need to ram them through faster so that way you just get accustomed to it and then you'll be supportive of them. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, man, welcome back into the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Halfway through the program already. I don't care what anybody says. It is your fastest hour of radio on radio, plus the TV streams, plus the live streaming online, plus the podcasting as well. We are all over the place, expanding by leaps and bounds. 2022 is going to be our year, baby, and you have no idea all the fun stuff we have in the works for this program. We'll let you know a little bit about it as we go along through the time welcome in great to have you along for the ride today you can find us on our social media at who's your reason h-o-o-s-e-r reason also on the website at who's your reason.com as a reminder we have not sent out our monthly newsletter yet we're going to on friday so if you have not signed up for the newsletter now's the time to do it super awesome super free just go to the website at who's your reason.com it'll pop up right at there with a little pop-up and say do you want to become a who's your holic you type in your email you say yes it's going to be great it's totally free We don't spam you. We just send you a once a month email with our monthly blog and our topical issues with the latest from the Hoosier Media Network and some civic holidays for the month to look forward to all the, uh, you know, fun little things on there. So it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. We've grown every single month. We've done it for two years now. 
doing that. So that's awesome. We appreciate that very, very much. Uh, but that'll be sent out on Friday if you choose to do so. Before we get back into Joe Manchin and these donations, which I think really drives home the fact that people are not liking the Biden administration's uh, agenda right now. Did you? I don't know if you saw this headline from CNBC. This is hilarious. Now, this is supposed to be journalistic reporting. I have never seen anything in my life like this before. Now, yesterday, as you know, we talked about Joe Rogan and we talked about podcasting and we talked about Spotify changing some of their terms and conditions and everything and the controversy with Neil Young and a few other artists that are leaving Spotify because they don't like Joe Rogan talking to anybody outside of the mainstream that has the typical mainstream talking point of wear your mask, get your vaccine and just be afraid of the world. I I mean, that's what it comes down to. Joe Rogan, after talking to 20 different doctors on the mainstream side, talked to two of them that said, no, that's not really the right story. And because of that, people are losing their minds. And, you know, apparently he's got to only talk about one side as a podcaster where you're supposed to have free reign to talk about anything you want to talk about. Well, after all that debacle, CNBC has reported this. And again, I can't believe I'm reading this headline. I've never seen anything in my entire life remotely close to this before. How to quit your Spotify and what you give up if you do. Let me read that again. How to quit your Spotify. They literally have a step-by-step article on what to do to quit your pod or to quit your Spotify account because you need to be protesting Joe, Joe Rogan just like everybody else. Here's what the article says. Last week, several prominent musicians, uh, Neil Young is not prominent, just throwing that out there. Joni Mitchell uh, removed their backlogs from uh, their back categories or catalogs from Spotify. The artists say they removed it in, in response to Spotify's ongoing licensing contract with Joe Rogan. Yeah, da, 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 da. Spotify won't remove the Rogan podcast, according to the CEO of uh, Spotify. That means that Joni Mitchell and Neil Young fans, according to the re- article here, or people who agree with their stance on Joe Rogan's podcast have a choice to make. Either stick with Spotify or find a new streaming service. Here they go on to say, the main alternative to Spotify is Apple Music that costs $9.99 a month. It has 60 million paying subscribers in 2019. The last Apple's officially announced Apple Music subscriptions uh, with near 172 million subscribers. They're pitching and endorsing Apple Music and encouraging people to cancel Spotify because of the Joe Rogan podcast that had two different alternative sites. This is cancel culture to an entirely new level. Never in my life have I seen a mainstream news article come out and say, hey, They're canceling their music. You should cancel your subscription and sign up for this one here because they're not doing what Spotify is doing, which is hosting a podcast that has two different uh, uh, episodes on a controversial topic. Here's what they say. One thing you probably won't give up is your favorite artists, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell notwithstanding. For the most part, artists on Spotify are also on Apple Music. Both have deals with U.S. major record labels and both boast about catalogs over 70 million songs. How to cancel your Spotify premium subscription. And it tells you, go to Spotify.com slash account, click on change plan, scroll to the bottom of the page and click cancel premium. The step by step. This is insanity. This is stupid. Hey, I know that you may have a choice and you may like Joe Rogan, but if you don't, here's how you cancel it and you can sign up for these guys. These guys don't do anything radical like Spotify and supporting someone like Joe Rogan, who, by the way, is the number one podcaster in the entire nation. I told you before that they were threatened by this. 
because they don't like someone talking about alternative news sources that are talking about alternative information. And even though Joe Rogan came out and said, yeah, I'll have, you know, the mainstream people on after I talk to the controversial people, that's not good enough. So now, hey, headline for mainstream, here's how you cancel it because they won't cancel Joe Rogan, so you need to cancel them. The mainstream media has now officially advocated for the cancellation in the cancel culture by stopping a subscription of a certain site. That's insane. I've never thought that we would get to this level, I have to admit. Now, what this is is forced outrage because, again, they're losing the narrative when a podcaster that's on the free reign of the interweb is more influential than their mainstream talking points from MSNBC and CNN and that kind of garbage. They have to cancel them and not allow them to get exposed. So what they do is, oh, Joe Rogan talked about something controversial. CNBC has to run a headline, here's how you cancel your subscription, because it's exclusive on Spotify. So if you cancel it, (laughs) oh, just by default, you can't actually listen to Joe Rogan's podcast anymore and all the crazy radical positions that he talks about. Oh, man, that's wild. That's wild. It's it's the narrative, though. It's what they push. It's almost like the uh, protests going up in Canada right now with the truckers. Did you hear what Trudeau talked about as the prime minister in Canada? He didn't talk about the actual protests for the truck drivers. Oh, no. He didn't. He had some 10, 15, 20 minute speech that he talked about with what's going on. Didn't mention a single word about what the truck drivers were actually doing to protest about the vaccine mandates. No, he focused on the fact that there were Nazi flags there. Don't know where they came from, but there are random Nazi flags that popped up. There was like one person that vandalized a monument in there. I thought progressives hated monuments, and they do the cancel culture garbage there too. But they apparently like the Canadian uh, ones of a maple syrup or something. Who knows what it is? I'm joking. I love my Canadian listeners, but that's a joke. Okay, we can we can have a little fun here. But someone vandalized a monument. Someone apparently had a Nazi flag, and someone said some vulgar language. So instead of actually focusing on the actual protest of thousands upon thousands of truckers that are lining up near 80 miles long on single highways that are blocking entrances from the U.S. and certain roads coming into the U.S. and Canada and, and all those issues and what the actual issue is about, he said, no, I have COVID. I'm going underground. I'm not going to talk to you because now you're labeled as radical terrorists that have hate speech in your mind and Nazi flags. So I'm not going to negotiate with you. I'm not going to talk to you. And I'm just going to write out my COVID underground where I don't have to deal with you. Now, it's going to be disastrous for the economy up there because like every trucker or almost every trucker has actually stopped uh, transporting anything. So towns are going to be dealing with this. But now he has taken it away from the actual situation of vaccine mandates and said, you know what? Okay, you want freedom of health choice? All right, let's negotiate here. He's taken it away from that discussion and now says you're a bunch of radical hate mongers that are flying Nazi flags and hate speech. I'm not going to negotiate with you because you're terrorists now. That's what Trudeau has essentially done in Canada, away from the actual purpose of this. Now, whether they were the actual truckers flying these flags and saying these stupid things, or whether it was someone that did that to create the narrative, who knows? Who knows? It's not the first time we've seen anything like that. Russia does it all the time. You know, create, oh, no, look at that. Oh, Ukraine said something really bad about us. I guess we have to go and defend our, you know, our morality here. When they didn't, it was someone in a false flag, I guess you could call it that, that says, oh, yeah, let's, let's drop that pin. That's how World War I started. Same thing, creating a narrative and then starting a conflict for that personal interest. 
Trudeau has essentially been a scapegoat now to not deal with the issues in Canada because now there's hate people there with Nazi flags and apparently rebel flags from the U.S. and Confederate flags. So you know what? You're part of the hate speech. We're not going to deal with you and completely avoiding the situation. That's what they're doing with the media here. Joe Rogan talking about something controversial and different. Now here, not only are we just going to talk about what he said and let's break it down and see if it was right or if it was wrong or let's bring on experts to see whether it was right or wrong. No, you talk to them. Here's an article to show you how to cancel your subscription. The cancel culture has taken things to another level to where you're not allowed to engage you're not allowed to have a discussion, and you're not allowed to have a differing opinion. And if you do, we will find a way to cancel you. And guess what? It's not working. Here's my positive news of the day, even though I've been kind of fired up today. Here's the positive news. I want to read you three different headlines right now and see what momentum that we have on this side. This from CNBC as well, where they couldn't avoid this one. Joe Manchin. The moderate Democrat that stopped the Build Back Better plan, according to CNBC, has received over $300,000 being donated to his campaign since he rejected the Build Back Better plan and the Build Back Better bill from companies and corporate executives across the nation. That's number one. That's number one. Joe Manchin, the guy that, you know, Democrats were going to silence and they're going to, you know, you know uh, primary him out because he's not following the guidelines of the Democrats and the marching talking points. He's gotten over $300,000 donated to him specifically from executives of companies because they realize how bad the Build Back Better plan is for the economy and for their businesses. So they donate to Manchin for being the single singular guy that's actually stopped it. Here's another headline for you. The Republican super PACs that are getting ready for the midterm elections have outraised Democrat super PACs massively when it comes to fundraising. According again to CNBC, Republican-affiliated Senate leadership funds and congressional leadership funds that are raising money for the congressional candidates going into the year have raised over $90 million combined for the last half of 2021. That was like six months into the Biden administration where they raised over $90 million. Democrats have raised about $65 million because Republicans had no momentum. Here's another headline for you on top of that. Donald Trump himself alone outside of the Republican congressional candidates. Donald Trump super PAC has raised over $51 million in 2021 and has over $122 million cash on hand. Uh, not even announcing he's running for president, but raised $51 million over the last few months. Who's got the momentum again? Cancel us all you want to, but I don't think it's working very well on your on no your hands. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with the Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back in. Last segment for you goes right on by way too fast. So, so much more to talk about. And we'll try and cram what we can into this program. If not, we'll just have to carry it on to the next day. It's kind of an ongoing saga. Kind of like a you know TV show episode number. I did say, by the way, that we've been doing radio. Not The Voice of Reason specifically, per se, but radio in general for about 11 years now. That's awesome. And we're just getting started. This show, The Voice of Reason, growing like a weed all over the place on all different kinds of platforms. And we're just getting started. So appreciate you hanging out with us today. And again, all over the place, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. So Senator Bernie Sanders, you remember that name? That guy? Yeah, it's been a while since we've heard from him, right? It is totally absurd. I know it's totally absurd. You need to get out there more, buddy. Oh, that's right. You uh, are extremely unpopular, even within your own party. (laughs) Anyways, according to One American News Network, he has come out and is still a little upset about Senator Joe Manchin because of stopping the Build Back Better plan, saying, according to OAN, that uh, Senator Manchin does not represent the majority of Americans. Oh, no! Oh, no! Yeah, well, guess what? Senator Manchin came back and said that you also do not represent the majority of Americans because you don't. Here's the thing, and I, I don't like the generalized terms. I know it's a hoorah, it's a feel-good. We use it at political rallies to get everybody riled up. But this whole we the people... Yes, we are we the people as Americans technically, but there politically is no such thing as we the people. Let's just be honest. I mean, we have Republicans and Democrats. We have conservatives, liberals. We have libertarians. We have socialists. We have communists. We have the Green Party. We have uh, we have like 88 different third parties in this country. We all have differing opinions. We all have differing ideas. And obviously, we can't get along to realize that the sky is blue half the day without arguing. We don't have a unity of we the people. We have a party that openly says that America is a bunch of racist, evil Nazis, and we just need to like be self-shaming and self-deprecating, because why not? We don't have we the people, unfortunately. Nor did we ever? I mean, At least back in the day, we used to say we have different ideas on where the country should go, but we at least agree that we love the country. We don't even have that anymore. So I don't like this whole we the people generalized term. But while Bernie Sanders tries to go off on Senator Manchin, I think it's cute because, again, your popular your your opinions are so unpopular that you didn't get the presidential nominee twice when you ran because your own party shunned you. And now we have Joe Manchin getting hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, donated to him from executives and uh, corporations because they like him stopping the Build Back Better plan. 
And I'm telling you, while they try to ram things through, they realize that their time is limited, at least for now. The pendulum swings back and forth, obviously. Republicans will get back in there. We'll stop Joe Biden for a while. Hopefully, we can get a Republican president in 2024 again. We'll try and pass some things. People will be angry with them. Democrats will get the majority of Congress again, and we'll have stagnation. And it's a continuous, vicious cycle that will go over and over and over. And Republicans, when we do get the majority, we have a very, very bad tendency of screwing it up ourselves and having our own moderate side of the party stopping our own agenda when we have the ability to really change things. But as of right now, people are so outraged that over $90 million was raised by Republican super PACs and Republican organizations for elections. And Trump himself has raised over $121 million cash on hand getting ready for a potential election that he hasn't even announced, which I find quite ironic. So while Bernie Sanders tries to say, well, Manchin doesn't represent the majority of Americans. No, he doesn't. But he represents a large portion and even moderate Republicans and even some conservatives that are happy of him stopping the Build Back Better plan. So you can try and be divisive like you want, but guess what? Divisiveness isn't working. The cancel culture is getting old and tired. Even people on your side are getting kind of burnt out on that a whole lot. And we're going to realize that we can actually make changes ourselves by getting people in that want to deregulate and lower taxes so you as the voting individual, have the right to be able to make the choices that you want to, whether it's health, whether it's the public schools with your kids, whether it's just trying to start a small business, whether it's just trying to keep your tax money in your own damn pocket, whatever issue or flavor of the day is important to you, we'll cover it, number one, on this show, but whatever it is, people want the freedom to be able to express themselves on that particular issue. And it's not going to happen with a fake safety net that we talked about earlier, because when a disaster happens, when is the government actually going to be there to be like, I got you, buddy. It's not going to happen to you. I will stop that tornado. I'll stop that hurricane. I'll stop that massive flood. I will stop that zombie apocalypse or alien abduction. (laughs) I will stop it. Doesn't happen because they can't. So the safety net thing is kind of silly, but that's what they want to expand and people are catching on. So when you talk about it differently, they have to cancel you. They have to create a false narrative of hate and then turn people against you like they have with Joe Rogan, like they have with Joe Manchin, like they have with so many others that just think differently than what the umbrella of the Democrat Party actually is. Tomorrow, we'll shift gears a little bit, have a little bit more fun. The Olympics starting this week in China. What does that say politically? And are we ready for it? Are you going to watch it and... What's going on? Because how is that going to affect both the Olympics in China, also with the tension in Ukraine and Russia? We have some fun news on that one as well. Do that all that tomorrow. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.